Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Payments for 90 days on select models, we gossip! Make an entrance with the 2022 Ram 1500 Tradesman 4x2 Quad Cab. $539 a month or buy for $37,468. Plus high performance driving in 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring 4 or $449 a month or buy for $31,891. But if you can't find exactly what you're looking for, we can get your dream car ordered today. And no extra charges, no market adjustments, pay no more than MSRP at Gossett Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat on the Pike. So drive Pass the rest and come to the best. Gossip on the Pike or shop online, gossipmotorcars.net. If you want it, we got it at Gossip Motorcars. All 75 months at 5.95 APR, 3,500 down, 300 stock number in in 203,827, MSRP 36,640, RAM NS170135, MSRP 39,745. Must finance through Chrysler Capital, includes all rebates and incentives, excludes tax title and license. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through 1323 with approved credit dealer stock only. <laughs> Church Health patients are our friends and neighbors. They're the people you trust to care for your children and elderly parents. They ride the morning buses to get to work and labor to keep all of us safe and cared for. They greet you with a warm smile at your favorite restaurant and entertain you at local venues. Together, they form the backbone of our great city. We all rely on their livelihoods, but those jobs can't provide the high-quality health care every person needs. That's why Church Health was founded in 1987 and why Church Health deserves your financial support. Church Health is good for our community. And if it's good for our community, it's good for you. Give today at churchhealth.org. Church Health, making quality health care accessible so we can live our lives with dignity, vitality, and joy. It's donations like the ones that come from you that helps Church Health provide affordable health care to the Memphis community. Visit churchhealth.org today. Welcome to No Mercy, hosted by yours truly, Stephen A. Smith. For the first time in my career, I have complete, unadulterated freedom to say my piece on a whole host of different topics. News, politics, pop culture, social justice. Look for my podcast on big topics, making headlines across the country, as well as unfiltered conversations with celebrities like Charlemagne the God, Jake Paul, Dana White, Snoop Dogg, and more. Listen to No Mercy, spelled K-N-O-W, Mercy. A presentation of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. Available now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're... It's Jason and John on Memphis' Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Once upon a time, Justin Fuente was the head coach for the University of Memphis football program and 
Coming up later this month, he is going to be on the radio broadcast, which you'll be able to hear right here on 92.9 FM ESPN for the first responder bowl, Memphis versus Utah State. He's joining us now. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm awesome. Uh, doing great. How are you? Life is good. So so is this is this your first foray into the world of media? Yeah, kind of ironic, isn't it? It is. Um, I've been accused of having somewhat frosty relationship at times with the media, but uh, unjustly, unjustly accused, I would say. Yep. No, um, no, I, um, you know, I was literally just sitting with my folks, and I got a call from Brian Estridge, who's the voice of the Horn Frogs, PCU, who I knew from my time there, and he asked me if I'd be interested, and I said. Uh, absolutely. You know, so um, I'm scheduled to do three games. I hope I get to do them all. Like, I still realize I could get fired after the first one. Good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know if I'm any good or not. I know I'm, pre- I'm enjoying preparing for it, you know. But um, I was actually found myself, Dana Holgerson, I've got Houston um, in, the, in the first game, Houston, and Louisiana, and Dana Holgerson had a press conference the other day, and they sent me a link. So it was it was on Zoom, and I was actually in the press conference. <laughs> and Dana was sitting in his office, and like, and of course, Dana's pretty animated anyway. And I had my camera off and my and my mute off. I was just listening, but I could see Dana, and I I, was, I mean, I was like immediately. I could just tell, like, Dana has 8 million things going on right now, right? Transfer portal, bowl prep, recruiting, all this stuff. And you could just, you could tell, and he did a great job of it all. But I knew exactly where he was coming from sitting there watching him. Kind of weird to be on this side of it. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. So so Memphis is going to be, it's not going to be your first one, but it'll be one of the three. Um, you know, it's an interesting time, and, and I don't know of anyone who has a more unique perspective of Memphis. There's, you know, been a lot of back and forth about, you know, the performance this season, but they are going to a bowl game. Just from what you've seen and, and uh, you know, what you know about the ins and outs of Memphis football, what do you make of, you know, their season and, and, and what Ryan Silverfield is doing? It is crazy to be asking you these questions as, like, an analyst, but, like, that, Coach, that is, that's what you are now. You know, these are the questions that come at you. <laughs> well, I, I, all I know is what I've seen on TV. And I've got to watch a lot of football um, this fall. And I think they're really close. I mean, from a coach's perspective, I watch them. They're well coached in all three phases of the game. And they, I mean, you take the the Houston game. I mean, just an absolute gut punch, right? Just, I mean, you know, they really kicked Houston. They had Houston beat, I should say. And then it kind of fell apart there at the end. And it, you just feel for them as a person. But also, if you look at it as a coach, you think, you know, they obviously know what they're doing, okay? Like, they had a few things not go their way, and I know Memphis fans uh, want more, and, you know, I get that part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I I take a lot of pride in the fact they do want more because it wasn't very long ago. They just wanted you to show that you were competent, right? Like, my, my first year, we won four games, and I got a contract extension. That's how bad we were, and that was not that long ago, you know. So I, I take pride in the fact that we have, um, you know, these expectations now, 
Um, I think we need to temper them a little bit, but I just think they're really close. They've got a really good quarterback. And, you know, looking at it from a coach's perspective, they, they know what they're doing. I like the way you still say we, Coach. What do you what do you think about? <laughs> tell me what you think about Seth Henning and that quarterback that you mentioned, just having watched as much of him as you did this year. Oh, I love him. I think he's. he's I'm not sure how old is he. Is he a sophomore or? Got to be a junior. Yeah, he's a true sophomore. Junior. Yeah, true sophomore. Okay, that's right. Um, I think he's. I think he's really good. You know, I think he can continue to build around him and and get some more skill play. You know. Over the last couple of years, Memphis has been almost had an embarrassment of riches in the skill positions. You know, when you start to think about the tailbacks that have come through there and you think about the receivers that have come through there, I mean, it's, it rivals anybody in America. Okay, we're not just talking the American Conference. I'm talking about anyone, anywhere. And, um, you know, they're not quite at that level, but they're still really, really good. And I think they can continue to surround him with one or two more pieces, I think they got a chance to be incredibly explosive offensively. We're talking to a future media star, Justin Fuente, here on the show. Um, when, when you were at Memphis, and you talk about it, I mean, you, you, we, we all know and remember how, you know, how dire that situation was. Was there a, a, a game? Was there a moment? Was there like a recruiting victory where at that moment you knew, hey, we're going to flip this thing? Yeah, well, I, I never wavered. I would say this. I didn't know when or how it was going to look, but I knew we were going to get it done. I absolutely knew that. And there was a never a day where I said we weren't. But I will say this. When Sam Kraft chose to come to the University of Memphis, that was a big deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I think it was, it was, you know, his dad was a very good player there, but Sam had other opportunities. really the first player that really could have gone other places. That, that chose to stay home. And I think it was – part of it was Daryl Dickey. Daryl Dickey played a huge role in that turnaround. And part of it was, I think, there were a group of kids that, that in the, the community that maybe weren't – maybe they couldn't go to Alabama, but they were very good players and, and high-character kids that, kind of like what I alluded to, just wanted to see some level of competence, and they were willing to latch on. And Sam was the first one that really trusted us that, um, you know, he, basketball was a big deal for him. He trusted us that we would let him play basketball, that we would find a ways to make these things work, that we were in it for him. And um, he was the, the first one. And then the first moment on the field was we are going into our third year, and um, we had a really rough schedule. I, I really didn't much care for our schedule. I mean, we had – we were at – um, Old Miss and at UCLA, and at the time UCLA was really good. Um, I wanted to play just one of those games, yep. not not two. And um, we go and we run the first play of the game on offense, and we call this RPO. And Paxton meshes the ball and throws an absolute deed that hits the receiver before my head can even turn to to like see where the ball is supposed to go. It's already hit the receiver in the hands. And in that instant, in that moment, I thought we might have something. You know, this this finally looks like a real a real football team in that moment. And we went on to lose that game closely, but had a really good season and and the rest is kinda of That was that was the UCLA game? Yeah, the UCLA game. I remember that one because there was like, 
It was on the it was on the Pac-12 network, and like Memphis didn't get the Pac-12 network. There were, there were only like two bars in town where you could watch it. And everybody was like packing in. <laughs> but I, I remember that one too because you guys did compete against a and I and I and I and I and I remember having the same exact thought. Like, man, if they're doing this, you know, like maybe. You know, maybe maybe Justin is about to do this thing. So yeah, it's 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 interesting that you you mentioned that game because that's that was that did feel like a turnaround. Well, the kids competed and they weren't shocked. You know, I you know sometimes and that was the, one of the things that was interesting when you start to talk about the the mind of a player that that hasn't been very good or that the teams haven't had success. There's this huge hurdle of trying to get over. You know, actually, really, we call it real self confidence. Actually, believing that you're going to find a way to get something done. And our guys played in that game, and we lost, but um, they were really talented, particularly, well, really on both sides of the ball, UCLA was. But um, we weren't shocked. Like, like, like we didn't – we weren't in the middle of the second quarter and everybody was freaking out because it was a real ball game. Like, we were focused and playing, and that kind of led me to feel like we might have something. Well, coach, as as media now, now that you're one of us, you and you and you know the Memphis media. You know, hell, you know the characters and all the players in it. I, I just, I, I wonder. You know, one of the things we talk about radio media members. Oh, that coach was accessible. He gave us all the access in the world. Oh, I had a great relationship with him. As a football coach, how important or unimportant is it? A coach's relationship with the media as it relates to selling the program, access, all that. You're now, you've been on both sides of it. Is it important? Is it not important? No, it is. And I've screwed it up both ways, quite honestly. You know, like I've, 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 I've made, I made plenty of mistakes at Virginia Tech uh, concerning that part of it. And um, I tried to – it was kind of interesting when we got to Memphis. Everybody was upset because there was no – I don't know what the actual rules are, but there was very limited accessibility. Well, then I made it accessible and nobody came anyway. <laughs> like, we were we were yeah. so bad, nobody really came anyway. But they just, I felt like I felt like by and large, they just wanted to know they could if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And um, so it is an element of it. And and you know, one of the things that we had, and when I say we, I mean my wife and I and my my young family when we were in Memphis, is there were people that looked out for us in terms of easy wins for us that I think are so important for a coach, whether that was Daryl Dickey. Um, whether that was Brad Martin, um, whether, whether that was various people throughout the community that looked out for us and said, hey, Justin, you may want to do this. It won't be that hard, but you'll enjoy it. Yeah. And um, I, think, I think it'll be good for your program. And we did all of those. And to be honest with you, I had a blast doing them. I really did. The, people ask me all the time the best part of living in Memphis, and it's the easiest answer ever is the people. The best, most intelligent, most caring, loving, passionate people uh, live in Memphis, and um, that was the that was the part that I grew to really, really love. And I took my next job at Virginia Tech, and it was a completely dim- different demographic in terms of none of those people lived in Blacksburg. Mm. Like they're all in Northern Virginia, they're all in Richmond, um, they're all in the Washington D.C. area. Where in Memphis, it's just you. You know, like, you know, we you can talk about the location in Mississippi and where it is in the state of Tennessee, but it's basically just us, right? It's just Memphis. That's right. And that was a really cool part of it because all those people were accessible. And, um, you know, this is a long way for me to tell you, yes, I do. I do think those things are important, but you have to 
not let them become a distraction to your team. It's a delicate balance now. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes, it can become too much really quickly. We're talking to Justin Fuente here on the show, former University of Memphis coach, going to be on the radio broadcast as an analyst for the first responder bowl. Um, Look, you know, we we haven't talked since, um, but but uh, you know, I I I made some really big predictions uh, about you and Virginia Tech, and and look, I I will I will hold those, I will gladly, and I would make them all over again. But as you as you've had some sort of time to you know reflect there at Virginia Tech, like <clears throat> what, what didn't work? Yeah, well, I mean, there was a lot of things. And, you know, I, I've given this time to reflect on myself and ways I could have handled things. A lot of things changed during my time there in terms of how college football is run. It's not even remotely the same as it was my first year at Memphis. And, um, and we tried our best to adapt to those things. Um, but, you know, I, I made some mistakes staffing-wise um, that – right from the start that I should, that I should have, that I knew after a little bit that I needed to change that I didn't change. And eventually I got it right, but it was a little bit late. Then COVID hit and all that sort of stuff. Our program was actually in really good shape. Um, and then COVID and, and all those sorts of things came along and we didn't win as much the last couple of years as we should have quite honestly. Um, but you know, and then there's also a deal like there's, there's a reason they say don't ever take the job after, after the guy. Okay. And it has nothing to do with the previous guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like it, it has nothing to do with Frank Beamer. Frank Beamer lived in my neighborhood was great. His wife's wonderful. It has nothing to do with him. It's just, you have a place that's um, emboldened to do things a certain way for so long. It's very difficult to change. It's the people around that have a hard time doing something a little bit differently. I know when I took the Memphis job, it was basically people said, okay, we have not been very good. Tell us what you want. You know what I mean? That's basically the attitude when we took over at Memphis. We took over at Virginia Tech. It was a little bit more like, yep. yeah, we've been, we haven't been as good as we want to be the last couple of years, but this is kind of how we do things. And it was just a struggle. You know, those things add up and, yep. you know, you get some, you get some of that stuff going and it just, it makes it hard. Well, uh, look, I have no doubt uh, in my default setting as it relates to you has always been if you can achieve what you did at Memphis in as little a time as you did, you are undeniably a great coach. The question for you is, when are you going to do it again? Um, what, I know your name did come up for North Texas. They made a hire. Um, you know, how do you approach getting back into the game of college football? Well, basically, I would boil it down to this. I've had some preliminary conversations with everyone. I'm really happy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty well connected at North Texas in terms of just knowing people and uh, where I live right now and so on and so forth. And, and I think they made a, a fantastic hire. I, I basically got to the point where I just knew that I couldn't make the commitment to get back into – I'm not talking about North Texas particularly, but anywhere – I couldn't make the commitment. I just couldn't get myself to say, I got really excited about jumping into a job. I got fired up about that, but I'm not, I couldn't get myself to the point where I was excited about three to five, you know, to seven years of, mm-hmm. of going to go do that because it's not a deal where you can just, you just take the job and if it doesn't work out, you just move on. Like you hire, you're like a corporation. You hire an entire 
group of people and their families. You, you can't walk away. You know, once you're in, you're you're all the way in for the long haul. And I just couldn't bring myself to to, to get to that point. It didn't have anything to do with the transfer portal or yeah. not loving coaching. I love coaching. And I think I'm a better coach right now in this moment than I've ever been in my entire life. I just, I just need to come to that place emotionally where I'm willing to give up the things that I've got right now, which is mm. time with my three young kids and mm. I'm at all of their games and, you know, really highly active in their life. Awesome. I just, I just wasn't really ready to, to give all that up. just yet. No, I, that, that totally makes sense. And, and God bless contracts. Right, <laughs> God bless. Certainly, college football contracts. Um, I gotta ask you, as a as a as a you know as a football coach, uh, we obviously lost, uh, you know, one of the most influential college football coaches in the game this week, and and Mike Leach. H- had you had any interactions with him? It feels like everybody, you know, and and that is the mark of a great life. How many stories, you know, people have. Uh, have you had any interactions over the years with, with Coach Leach? Well, I tell you what, I'm glad you asked. I, I, in, in like 2000, I graduated college in 99, December of 99. So like in 2000, I'm knocking around, still trying to play. And uh, one of my old coaches says, why don't you come to the coaching convention, which is an incredible event. Okay, this one was in, in Atlanta, Georgia. So basically all the coaches from across the country come for three days and socialize. And when you're a guy that doesn't have a job, it's big time. Like you're going to get to see coaches and, you know, be in the same room as them or listen to them speak. It's really a cool deal. Well, long story short, my first coaching convention, I am a slap, right? Like I've never coached one. I coached powder puff in high school. That's the only coaching experience I have. I'm just a former player. And the only coaches I know are coaches I played for. Yeah, which is the, the staff at Murray State that's now at Illinois State. Well, through a, a long, twisting road that I'll skip, I end up in the back of a Honda Civic. Okay, on one side, Mike Leach in the middle, and three other okay non-district coaches about like myself driving through downtown Atlanta. Okay, Mike Leach at the time is the hottest name in America. Now, he'd been the coordinator at the University of Oklahoma. He was now the head coach at Texas Tech. He'd been at Kentucky. This guy is somehow me, the, 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 just the biggest slap ever, is in the crammed in the back of the car with, with Mike Leach. And I'm like, how, did this, how does this happen? And he is sitting there, and he finds out I'm from Oklahoma, and he starts to talk about the Gundy brothers. And he goes into this story about Mike and Kale Gundy. Mike, the head coach at Oklahoma State. Kale uh, was at Oklahoma for a long time. And he goes into this deal about how he asked Mike and Kale's dad if he were to put Mike and Kale in a sack, who would win? And I'm like, <laughs> Coach Leach, a sack? And he's like, yeah, if we trap him in a sack and, and have him go at it. Who would, and this is what he's talking to, like, the elder Gundy, like Mike Gundy's dad. And he's telling the story, and I don't know. I, at the time, I'm like, I, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to be in this conversation. And then he says, "Well, Mike, what if I gave you a hammer? If I gave Mike Gundy a hammer and Kill Gundy didn't have a hammer, how would they come out if they were in a sack and they were in a fight?" And it's like 45 minutes of this story, and we get out of the car, and I look at everybody else in the car, and we're like. We just rode with Mike Leach and had a 45-minute conversation about the Gundy brothers fighting in a sack. And I have no idea if, awesome. come to find out years later, no. I mean, 
Um, no, Mike Leach wasn't drunk. He was just Mike Leach. He was just the most, uh, you know, kind of entertaining, fun-loving, non-combative um, guy that would ride in the back of the truck. He's the hottest coach in America. He's riding in the back of a Honda Civic with a bunch of slaps. I mean, that's it. It's awesome. It's incredible. Um, maybe one more story out of you, if we, if we can get. I hope you remember it. Um, when you were here, there was a brash recruiting reporter working at the Commercial Appeal uh, by the name of John Martin, and you got very angry with him, at least I don't know all the details, over a story about Patera Wilson. Uh, can, you, can, you, can you tell our listeners, as much as you remember about it, why you were so angry with young John Martin? I do. I remember everything about it. I actually, um, I'm in a little bit embarrassed to say, actually got on the phone, not with John, not just with John, but with John's editor. And the, the language, I, I was young. Wow. Okay, I would, never, I would never do this. But I was hot. I was really hot. And um, I'm happy to say John and I's relationship is in a much better place than Clearly. Was on that day. <laughs> Clearly. But, but I'll tell you what was cool. It was like, I mean, I was really mad because there was this article about how this, this kid had spurned Tulsa. I mean, excuse me, spurned us for Tulsa. When, in fact, you know, he, it was kind of a little bit, he was probably a great kid, but it was probably a little bit of an internet hype deal for him recruiting-wise. Like, he maybe quite, wasn't quite as good as, as the internet said he was. And we weren't, we weren't interested. And, and to, my, to the best of my recollection, John wrote an article about how, you know, basically like, we got our ass kicked by Tulsa on this recruit. <laughs> at, least, at least that's how I took it. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Well, so like I wanted to get a piece of I wanted a piece of John Martin's ass for that. I can tell you that. Much. So, uh, so like I said, I was a lot younger at the time. So I got John on the phone and, and let him have. It. And I'll tell you to his credit, like I mean, this is a guy that's hustling, trying to yes, sir. trying to make a name for himself. I'm really proud of of all that he's accomplished. And he was, and he basically said, you know, coach, if that's true, I I I, I might have messed that up, you know. Which I I was a little bit. It kind of um, it took my temperature down real quick when he kind of just said, you know, if that's true, I'm sorry. You know, I, you know, that's not, wasn't my intention, you know, but I was, yes, I was, I was hot. I was uh, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of <laughs> so like when awesome. you get called to the principal's office, you know, and then like, but then you become like one of the principal's favorites after that, you know, yeah, we, that's how about right. that? That's right. Yeah. You, you know, know what? Kiwan Malone, Kiwan Malone was me and you and Kiwan Malone Kiwan <laughs> is one of my favorite people on this entire planet. But he spent all the time in the principal's office. But he always had the right answer. You know, he always had the right Come answer. On. Yep. You know what really oh, what man. really happened? What really? Because here's what here you're 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 like ninety percent of the way there. Your recall is pretty amazing. He had not yet yeah. picked Tulsa. He ultimately did pick oh. Tulsa. But the article was about uh, he had like a top five, and it didn't include Memphis. And he oh, said, "Oh, that what it was?" And he yeah. said, "And he said." My parents don't want me to go there. It's what he said. Yeah, because uh, and, and 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 you were like, bro, we're not even, we're not even trying to get you here. Yeah. You know, like so. Right. It, unfortunately, it kind of made you guys look like you know look bad, whereas you aren't even interested. So it's kind of like we, right. I, you know, unintentionally threw you under the bus, you know, for for no apparent reason. But you know, that's well, that's the game, though. You I, know, and if you, and if you're gonna play it, you got to be willing to hey. 
that was my f up. That was my bad. You know, because we're all human, and we're all like you said, we're all just hustling, and and nobody needs to take arrows when they don't deserve to take arrows. You know, so I was learning right. too. Well, like I—that's the deal when you're a coach. Like you're going to screw things up anyway, right? So, like you just don't want to take the arrow when you don't have to. And like you know, as I've gotten older, like I've often thought about that situation and how I handled it, and like a little embarrassed, proud that I stood up for our program, but embarrassed mostly in the language that I used in standing up for our program. And I hope that I wouldn't do it the same way. But um, it's part of like when you take the job. Like it's time to go fight for the job. You know what I mean? Like yep. you're all the way in and you've yep. got to find a way. And I felt like we were getting some traction and some positive mojo or energy. And man, I'm sorry for jumping on you so hard. No, 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 no. That's not why we want. No, 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 no. He needed it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It was the right man at the right time. You know, that young man needed it. And I'll be honest with you. You know, it is that. It is that, and I, I happen to be the in the crosshairs in that particular incident, but it is that spirit and it is that fire that absolutely le- helped you build the program and turn that program no, around. No, no question because, about because it. Because without what that, it was rooted in. you know, it's like you said, at that time, like, you had to be able to, like, and be willing to put your dukes up because if you didn't, you were just yeah. going to get run over at Memphis at that yeah. time. You respect that. I know, and I'm telling you, every day of every day, like for about two years, like I would just wake up and get as pissed off as humanly possible. And get ready to <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that was just the day. Like it was just like I, we are not going to lose this battle. You know, I don't care what's in our way, and we had a lot of help. Don't get me wrong, we had great help, tremendous help. But you know, it was kind of that hunkered down, like like you said, just roll your sleeves up and like put your dukes up. Not just roll your sleeves up and, and pick up a shovel, but, like, put put your dukes up and go jump in the cage because every day is a battle. Hey, real quick before we get you out of here, we could do this, you know, all day. This has been this has been fantastic. Unbelievable. College football playoff prediction. Who's winning? Uh, it's hard to, to not pick Georgia. I mean, I, they, they might be head and shoulders above everybody else. I'm not sure. I mean, they're really, really good. Hey, Coach, uh, great stuff this was as awesome, always. Coach. Let, let's Thank do you. this. Uh, you know, hey, if you don't uh, – if you don't jump back in the, the college football coaching side of it, we'd love to do this regularly now that you're in the media business. So appreciate the time as Thank always. Thank you, Coach. Justin Fuente. Hopefully you heard us. Former University of Memphis uh, football coach. Oh, he jumped off there. I don't know. Oh, good, man. It was uh, That was a great visit. That was a great visit. Sure and, was. And, and, and I'm glad. It, it is hilarious to me because we've never we have, that's the first time we've actually talked about that. You know what He's I mean? He's great on radio. Let's just be very clear about it. He is. He comes through. Loud and clear, no doubt. And and, and a lot of people, um, <clears throat> a lot of people have, have sort of you know put out there and speculated that oh they that does not sound like a, a guy who does not love Memphis uh, and then the community like oh, yeah. he was gushing about it. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty funny to to hear, <laughs> you know. And he did end up Patera did end up going to uh, to Tulsa, Tulsa. Mm-hmm. but that was, the the article was about his lack of interest in Memphis. And I you know again I respect uh, the hell out of Justin for calling. You know me directly about it, and, and, I, and yeah, I didn't know he called the. Uh, I guess he called David. He or called something, David, the, the yeah. editor. I remember because David, ooh, ooh, David texted me. David texted me and said, "Hey, you know, you've done, you've done it. You've made the Memphis football coach really mad." And I said, "What? What's for You know, because to me, I, I wasn't even like a. But then I was like, "Oh, okay, now I understand." And then Justin called me later, and he, you know. He started by, you know, I mean, he was lighting my ass up, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening, understanding. Look now, 
You know, look now. That is crazy how y'all's relationship's gone, gone yeah, 180. Definitely, I consider Justin a, a good friend, for sure. I love his energy level oh, is yeah. now a media member. Oh, yeah. Now he's, he's, right, he's, going <laughs> he's going up and down. It's dynamic. Like, the stories were great. Yeah. Before we hit the air, I talked to him for just a couple of minutes because it had been a decade. Yeah. And because I spent two hours with him in the studio, and we did a one-hour meeting before he hit the radio, and that's when they sucked. They were not good. Yes. You can get anybody you want when they suck. For sure. When they're good, it's hard to get people on the radio. Yep. Uh, we did it with Porter. Turns out they sucked before and after Larry. No disrespect to Larry. Well, but he, he um, I asked him about what's it like not coaching. He It's easy to talk like that when you don't have a, a gun to your head, man. Well, yeah. And, I, I, a, I think he's been sandbagging us. I think he's always kind of had that. I think he's always had the he's ability to be, you know what yeah, I mean? But he's, he can turn when it you're, When you're in the position, you know, yeah. you kind of have yeah. to keep it buttoned up a little bit. I but, loved your impression this morning on Jeff's show. I thought that was spot. Yeah, well, uh, you know. We didn't, we, we didn't get that from him today, though. No. He was very much not. That was football Fuente. Football Fuente is, oh, I, you know, I don't know. You know, like, but but that's the beauty of it, right? He's yeah. he's, he's he's out of the grind. Exactly. You know what I mean? But but in all seriousness, like the way that and, and his you know him coming at me was how he was successful at Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. vibe. You have yeah. to aggressive. Be, go on the offensive. Yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm saying? And like defend your program. And I agree. That was I get it, man. Like you can't. You you feel like you're finally building. You're building. Next thing you know, boom. Here comes a piece about a local kid that you're not even recruiting, by the way. And again, I've learned. I've I've learned some things since then. But a guy you're not even recruiting is taking shots at you, saying that he can't go there because his parents won't let him. So I completely, you know what I'm saying, respected that. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, uh, wherever he goes next, if whenever he chooses to get back into the game, I have no doubt that he is going to be successful. Oh, so yeah. appreciate him. Good get. Uh, yeah, really no, nice get. He was John. very he was very nice to do that. Uh, and again, you can hear him on the uh, on the broadcast. Portions of today's program are pre-recorded. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books with BetQL. There's no shame in betting a game with bad teams involved, and the BetQL model has found one in the NHL tonight. Chicago and Columbus are two of the worst teams in the league and two of the lowest scoring teams in the league as well. The Blackhawks are dead last in goals per game, and the Blue Jackets aren't much better at 27th in the league. Easy to see why the BetQL five-star play of the day is the under between Chicago and Columbus. Here's to Prilosec OTC. Without Prilosec, I wouldn't be able to enjoy all this yummy holiday food. Speaking of, whoever made that apple pie, delicious. I just take one pill each morning and zero heartburn all day. So cheers to Prilosec OTC. Ooh, are those jalapeno poppers? Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid that can cause heartburn, so you can enjoy the holidays. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use it directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Tops Barbecue, doing it big for breakfast, doing it big for lunch, doing it big for dinner. They've got a brand new item on the menu that is going to absolutely rock your world. It's the Fire Braised Chicken Sandwich. It is delicious. Topps Barbecue has conquered barbecue. They've conquered the smoked bologna sandwich. They've done turkey burgers. They've done brisket. And now they are entering the world of chicken sandwiches. And they, I got to say, 
have done it again with the Firebird Chicken Sandwich. you got to try it. Only available at Tops Barbecue. John and I were among the first to taste it, and it rocked our world. you got to try it. Firebird's Chicken Sandwich with Memphis White Sauce, a unique white sauce with pickle. It's so creamy, so good. You'll absolutely love it. At three locations, South Haven, Poplar, and Fraser, you got to try it again, the Firebird's Chicken. But as John said, it's all good at Tops. Try the smoked bologna. Try the Fireman. Tops Barbecue, 70 years and still smoking. 0650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles per year, 20 cents excess mileage, zero security deposit. Forte PE 545, 584, MSRP 2150, Sorrento PG 172 274, MSRP 3274. Includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through KFA Hyundai. Excludes tax title and license with approved credit. CD for complete details. Offer valid through 1 3 2023. Dealer stock only. Warranties and limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. Mid South Randy here at Gossett Kia South Mount Moriah, and we're gearing up for the season of giving back. And if you buy a car now through December 31st, Kia will make a donation to our very own St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Hey, Jeff. My man took the day off to visit Santa to get his list ready, so I've got the helm today. And to celebrate, we've got 2023 Kia Forte LXS. 41 MPG Highway 234 a month, 36 month lease, 2799 doing signing. And 2023 Kia Sorento LX388 a month, 36 month lease, 3499 doing signing. Plus, you always get the 10-year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. And if we don't have it today, we'll order it for you. You won't pay over MSRP at Gossett Kia South Mount Moriah. And like Jeff says, whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossett Kia Mount Mariah, 2680 Mount Mariah or KiaMountMariah.com. The holiday season is here, and this is Gary Parish reminding you that James Davis is ready and has everything you need to get through it in style. It doesn't matter if you're buying for yourself or grabbing gifts for somebody else. The staff at James Davis is anxious to help. They have cashmere cotton quarter zips in multiple colors, cashmere sweaters too, vests that are perfect for the Memphis climate. And if you're supporting the Tigers, now's the time to grab a fresh University of Memphis quarter zip, which is among the highest items at James Davis. Personally, my favorite thing at James Davis remains the stink custom fit shirts. You pick the fabric. You pick the design. They take three measurements and then in a matter of days you're going to have a custom fit shirt that looks and feels great. Trust me, you'll never, ever, ever buy off the rack again. If you're traveling this holiday season, why not do it in a way that impresses? James Davis carries to me luggage. When you pack a bag, make sure it's a nice one. Doesn't matter if you're buying for yourself or grabbing gifts for somebody else. The staff at James Davis is anxious to help. Don't ever forget, we're super lucky. We got one of the best clothing stores in America right here in Memphis. It's James Davis in the Laurelwood Shopping Center on the web, jamesdavismemphis.com. This is Gary Parrish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. Rockies is the place to be this Saturday to cheer on your Memphis Tigers. Great screens, great sounds, Billionaire's Bloody Mary Bar. All the Memphis beers and best bourbons in Highland 100 members always get a discount. Stay with the us after the game for a big party for charity complete with beer pong and plenty of shenanigans check out rockies on all the socials that's rockies east memphis at spotswood and as always go tigers go 
From now until Christmas, for the first time ever, stop by Sissy's Log Cabin and take advantage of our Diamond Trade-Up event where you can receive up to 120% on your trade-in diamond. Only at Sissy's Log Cabin. Hi, I'm your unused PTO. It's almost the end of the year, and if you don't put me on a timesheet, I will be gone forever. Use me or lose me. Let's get away. It's getaway time. Get our best deals of the season on a new Hyundai. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR, zero payments for 90 days, and 500 bonus cash on select vehicles. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offer ends 1323. Call 1562-314-4603 for complete offer details. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. This afternoon, partly sunny, frigid, and windier, high of 17. Weather brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. This fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed for recent Omicron variants. Learn more and schedule your updated booster at vaccines.gov. Right now, in terms of the most successful coaches, I believe, I was just looking at this, Penny Hardaway is fourth at Memphis excuse me, fifth at Memphis in win percentage, like all time. And he's got a chance. He's got a chance to get to fourth, I think. Uh, fourth is Passner mm-hmm. with, like, he won, like, 70% of his games. I had an undefeated run through conference one year. Yep. See what's up. Cal won 79% of his games, bro. Jeez. That, that is insane. That'll never be touched again. That will never be touched again. Second is Dana Kirk, who won 73%. That's going to be hard. That's going to be hard to, uh, to you know, to it get is. to. Uh, Gene Bartow was 72%. I think Penny could flirt with 70, though, you know, depending on how hard he makes his schedule in the coming years. You just made me think about something there. You know how we've had a discussion on Memphis football, how you've pointed to, it's crazy how this come together, how those were perhaps outlier years mm-hmm. that you're never going to quite have back again. Yep. If you look at it that way, yep. You don't look at basketball and those cow years. Well, I know some do. As that, I know some do. As as while it can be great and mm-hmm. successful, and in most years you should be a top twenty-five program. Uh-huh. You are not doing that year after year again, well, and, I mean, the, and well, that that was an outlier I mean, I mean, in Dana, terms of Dana won seventy-three and Gene won seventy-two. So you, while you're probably not going to reach the tip top. Of of that of right. that of the of the you know the halcyon days of John Calipari, 
I mean, I think it's very reasonable to expect Dana Kirk and Gene Bartow type of, 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 of runs. You know, I mean, that's, you know, that, that, that's two runs there. That's not just one. I mean, they're ba- virtually the same, virtually identical. No, you're right. And Memphis, fo- that, went to that Final Memphis football success is pretty much and contained, in that, contained in that span. Yeah. Whereas with Memphis, we've seen it over some generations. Yeah. I, I, my whole point is, is I've never believed that you couldn't get back to that on Memphis football. That that's, yeah. And I subscribe to what you're saying about Memphis basketball. It's when it's hot and... Hell, the way Penny can yeah. is at the forefront. It feels like a NIL and recruiting that you could be back, but I don't. That's my point, John. Is I don't think either one of them necessarily have to be. Now, are are you running it like you did with Cal? No, that was historic. What was the winning streak? Like sixty-eight games yeah, or something crazy, yeah. crazy in conference. You won't do again, even in a watered-down conference. But can you get back to a level where people are that excited and you're 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 competing, you know, at the highest level? Relative to your whichever program we're talking about, I, I I think so. I don't think any one of those years, the Fuente ones on to Norville or with uh, with Cal to go back to Bartow Kirk. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I think you can do it again on both fronts. Yeah, I mean that would be the es- hope, especially now that you have a chance potentially with the college football playoff expanding. Yeah, it'd be different if you couldn't sell that. That's You're just going true. down to another watered down car. You don't get a chance. Yeah, since you can sell that, I think that's that's the excitement level. It's well, much the same with you're an outsider with college basketball, but you get your chance in the NCAA tournament to show you're just as good as anybody else. You kind of ha- you're you'll hopefully have that, you know, in football in some ways. Though obviously we realize it's a much you know that mountain is is yeah. much steeper. No, I in mean, terms of winning it. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I. I I do think the access is a is a game changer, no question about it, because that is something that you were not previously able to sell. And you can say, like, I mean, do we really think the Sun Belt is going to be better than the AAC? Do we really think the uh, CUSA, do we really think the Mountain West is going to be better than the AAC? We do not. So you'll always have that spot. You should have that spot between one of yeah. – I mean, you're talking about Memphis, SMU. Um, you know, it's almost better in a way – it's, 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 North it's, Texas? It's not better. It's not better. Would I would rather be in the Big 12. But it actually might be better in terms of making the playoff because it's a lot easier for Memphis to be the best team of the rest than it is to be the best team of the Big 12, you know, even though the Big 12 is going to be watered down here really soon. Like you would take Memphis versus the field in the rest way more often than you would take Memphis versus the field in the Big 12. Did any any? No, that's fair. But it, but you're not getting the money. Like you're not getting the the television money. So right. Memphis would b- happily finish, you know, fifth in the Big Twelve year in and year the out. Difference between seven million and yeah, fifty five, exactly. sixty. No, because it adds up, payout. right? I mean, there's no doubt. But still, you know, hey, if if you right, I mean, if we're trying to spin this thing to, to the positive, if you are consistently there, you know, in the next three to four years or whenever the playoff begins. The expanded one. If you are there, you know, two out of four years, you know, or or, or better even, um, you know, you are going to be top of mind for sure when the next round, whenever it happens, you know, happens. I don't know when it'll be. I don't know what it'll look like. But you're, you know, it, it's not. It's it's a lot easier to say, kind of ignore the Cotton Bowl. It's just a bowl. You know, it's a big deal around here, obviously, and it should be. But like, it ain't the playoff. And if Memphis is in the playoff, you know, fifty percent of the time in the new in the new figure configuration, then yeah, I think there will be there will be that added sense of exposure from presidents and from ads and things like that to where it's not just like 
oh, Memphis is in the Cotton Bowl, whoopee. It's, oh, Memphis is in the college football playoff. They're a real football program, but they got to get there. You know, and that's why we have this existential conversation about the football program is like, do we think that Ryan Silverfield can get them to that to that level? You know, thus far, it has not looked like he can. Now, maybe, uh, uh, you know, next year with the guys that are coming back, you know, maybe that's the year where it comes together. My thing is, I don't know if they have the skill position right now to do it. I mean, I know they have pre-scoring at tight end, which is great. You kept him. Yeah. But they got to improve the wide receiver position. I mean, those guys last year were just not good enough. They didn't create enough separation. They didn't. They don't have a, a, a real, you know, touchdown guy. They don't have a guy who can, you know, go, you know, create space and, you know, run off one for uh, – take a, you know, 15-yard curl route and take it to the house. They don't have that guy. They don't have that playmate. They got a couple guys who can streak down the field and – catch some passes that but I'm not talking about that I'm talking about home run hitters that Memphis has had mm-hmm. consistently over the years whether it's Anthony Miller whether it's uh you know Calvin Austin third whether it's Henderson you know Gibson Pollard etc like you got to go find those guys again and right now it just doesn't feel like Memphis has them so to get there you know we can talk about recruiting classes all that and I know Memphis has dipped in a little bit I would like to see a lot more on the skill position front than I have seen so far for Memphis. I think that's something that will help Southampton the most in terms of that's who you're returning with. It does give you an advantage going into this new-look AAC to have the guy in place. He's played two years. You know what you're going to get from him. The, the, the way up to me is that, John. Yep. you you got to shore up the offensive line, which it appears they're trying to do, but it's, it's more about weapons for Seth than anything else in terms of getting to that team – next year that we think you need to be winning nine games, winning ten games, yep. and being at the top of the AAC. I, I realize that you can. we can talk all day about the hurdles and what SMU's offering players, 36,000, and what you don't have, but in the end, you're measured by results. And, and, and nobody wants to hear about the, you know, the, the issues as much as they want to hear about, okay, what are you going to do about it? And, again, you know, Ryan's fighting in terms of keeping his own guys. I'm with you. Now it's about additions. It's about you know, going into that transfer portal and, and pulling out some weapons for Seth Hennigan. That's absolutely. And I think that's 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 the way back to relevance. That's the most important thing um, because it it won't matter. It, it it just will not matter. All the returning guys, if you don't capitalize on, and you just what don't you feel have. like you know any incoming freshman, true freshman, is no, those not. You no. you got to get those experienced guys right. out of the, out of the portal. They're there to be had. They are there to be had. So you got to go get you know. And I don't know what the level of of, of school is but you know maybe you're mac i don't know like you just got to go identify the guy um and i saw you know i saw a a clip from you know josh pate over at uh cbs sports who was saying you know all this talk about nil some of these top programs ain't paying the nil money that you think they're paying like no well veach told jeff i was listening to him on this that you you know they you gotta have two to three million in there if i'm if i'm quoting this correctly yeah to pull from and he said that's from both sides so back to your point on what's being paid out, yeah, yeah you, you know, you don't have a bunch of million-dollar deals in there. That's exactly You know right. what I'm saying? You don't have a bunch of $100,000 deals in there. Uh, obviously, Seth's got to get his. But back to the point, if, if to be able to do this, Veach said they got to get 2 to $3 million, have it in the pot every year yeah. just to compete with the SMUs and everybody else. All right, well, again, how are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, that, and, and that's on him. That's on Ryan and everything else. Filling that pot, that's going to be necessary, it feels like. Forgive me if this was in the first part of the update, but Prescorn did put out an Instagram post this afternoon. Yeah, he's coming back. He's 100% in. Yeah, yeah no, he's yeah. coming back. And, 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 look, he's a good player. I mean, he's got an NFL chance. 
Um, really good player. And he, I think players are starting to put out PR pieces when they return, not just leave. Well, yeah, that's the day and age for sure. But he ain't enough. Preschool, no, he no. ain't enough. He He's ain't, a good piece you got to retain, though. What did I show you yesterday that was new to me? And maybe it's not. Maybe they've been doing this for a while. Oh, it was t- uh, the Peabody has a deal yeah. to help with NIL. Yeah, I saw this. Y'all saw that? Yeah. Go down there and get your room. T- talk, I, some of the listeners may not have heard about this, though. Yeah, this is wild. So, yeah, Peabody's got a deal to help the 901 fund uh, uh, where you do a, a donation to the yeah. 901 fund. You get a night, you know, down there. And, you know, there there are a few other details. You, you know, they got the, the, the deli and desserts have got some Memphis Blue stuff to help out where you're donating uh, to the 901. But listen. That's yeah. we we said you got to do something. Don't care what the ways are. Just go out and fill it. And clearly, they've gone out into the community. They have the deal where you know they do official visits when Penny has them come in. They go the they, so they already got the relationship with the Peabody anyway. Hell, don't they? Do they stay that still stay there before game nights, John? On game nights, like like they I'm used to back yeah. when I was beat, right? And I think they still do. So they're yeah, using those you know relationships with the community to to try to boost that fund. Again, got to get two three million, baby. Peabody, you do something at the summer uh, drive-in. I want to have all the, yeah. de- you know, help the NIL, have them all over the city, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that, you yeah. got to get creative. You got to get. Well, they, yeah, to their to their credit in this case, they are trying, clearly. Yes. I might go down down to Peabody again. You know, I haven't been down there since. Uh, the little romantic evening birth? with Faith. Yeah, yeah. had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a good mm-hmm. time. We think about that night often. Yeah. Make, some, make some love in the name of Memphis Athletics, brother. There you go. At the top of the world, the top of the Peabody. <laughs> President Sweet. You're doing it for uh, pre-scoring, brother. You know what I mean? I was it. in there where Bill Clinton was one time. <laughs> you got to think about like... How about that? That's many presidents have slept in that bed I slept in. You got to think about That's like what this. I was told. This, this would be my NFL, my NIL campaign. Now, hopefully they clean the, the sheets. Fornication oh, for no. pre-scoring You know what I mean? <laughs> That would be my pretty good. Not pretty bad. Good. Not, not bad. bad. That was pretty good. Not bad. You saw me smile. Yeah. Don't be like Orlovsky though. That good. Now he's going off a get up every show, doing yeah. a lame joke, and then Ryan, whether it's just Orlovsky, keep not your my jokes good. I know he's not. Uh. Uh-uh. Orlovsky is not my cup of tea. He just brother. got a little bit too much cornball in him, doesn't he? I think he does. Dude, his analysis is good. I, his analysis it's is when great. he tries to go outside of that, be funny, man, or whatever. Yes. It just gets cornball. Like, I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, I know their their show is really successful, so I'm not trying to hate on the on the show. It's Please obviously don't. doing you well. Can. It's doing but very I just, well. But he's just not my cup of tea. No, wait, no. But I they, love but Marcus they, Spears. They offset him well with they guys do, yeah. that are good there. Spears, yeah. and Ryan Clark tea, at so. times. Yes. Uh, it's funny. When we had Orlovsky on, he wasn't – he didn't seem like he was – was that good? I can't remember. Did that one Orlovsky Remember, on? didn't you ask him about – you asked him about – I thought we've had Dan on once. I don't remember that. I think it's been a while, but I think we did. Not memorable at all for John. If we did, man doesn't even remember for Orlovsky. What? what did we have him on? He's he not on? my cup of tea. Was he on the – was it like a Memphis football game or something? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember it whatsoever, so – Forgive me. I think it was early on when in in the tenure, wasn't it? Maybe we, so. We had it pretty early. Forget. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I can't. I think I think I, I might have found it I, I, back I tr- in 2020. I, I think, think I remember yeah. a lot of our guests, but man, just not. He wasn't, wasn't memorable. memorable enough for you. And that's certainly like, no Fuente. Like who am I? You know, I mean, he's uh, yeah, Dan Orlovsky. He's we, okay. We had him in in September of 20. 2020. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. When no. you look at this Memphis program coming off a Cotton Bowl appearance. Yeah, what impresses you the most? And that was a hell of a that was a hell of a lineup. I mean, we had Aki Collins on the show, who, by the way, sent me a uh, Penn State hoodie. How about that? Oh, Aki Collins sent me some gear because I I, I love I have I love Aki. Good dude. Penn State is actually playing really well. Like they're pretty good. I think they just beat somebody. 
Uh, yeah, they just beat 18-ranked uh, Illinois on Saturday at Illinois. He's put put him in the group with Fuente, with Ren Baker, of former Memphis guys that you just you right loved and still root for. Well, look, here's the thing: like you get to know some of these folks. Norvell right? would be in that group, no I doubt. Think, yes. You get to know some of these people, and like there are there have been some really talented coaches that have come through this place, um, and administrators as well. Madlock, yeah, yeah, and put him in there. And look, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't want it to come off as like self serving, but like there is, you just some guys get it and other guys don't and it's the guys who typically get it that go on to great success you know I mean and I know it is a lot of things but you know I do think outreach is very important I think you know one of the things that Ren Baker and it it is is legitimately the least surprising thing ever that he is killing it is that Ren Baker regardless of it whether it was me or you or Jeff or or whoever and again we're just cogs in the machine he treated people with decency. He wanted to know you. He wanted to talk to you. He was always willing to talk to you. He was fair, mm-hmm. you know. And these are and these are the and he wanted to have a relationship. Like these are the things that you know in this in this world in this industry they they go a long way in in sort of determining and charting your path. And the more of it that you're willing to do, and I would say you know Ryan Alpert, Ryan Bradley, you know these are some other administrators that have come through that we that we both know and are doing really well. Absolutely. I mean Alpert's at Tennessee. Bradley's at uh, at, uh, at Alabama doing big time things there. I think yep. even outside of athletics, like you know, these are the things I think that really go a long way in determining how successful you're going to be. This is a people's business at the end of the day, you know. So relationships are important. They're the lifeblood to what you're doing. And if you determine and you, you media boosters all of it, bro, it's though, all John. the same. It's Ren all the went same. Back, we talked about repaired that relationship with yes. Bill Laurie yes. and the Waltons and everything else. Ren saw a relationship need to repair. Okay, I'm yes. a relationship guy. Let me yes. go in. Let me and, and look what look what the money that flowed afterwards as a result of that. Let, that's yeah. the point. Uh, yeah, is, is that's the way you do it, John? Ultimately, when it all boils down, is yes. relationships. Yes, media boosters all of it. Let me let me break some news. If you don't have a good relationship with the media. There's a damn good chance that you don't have a good relationship with your boosters. boosters. You know what I'm saying? Because they're they're the same thing. It's do I want to do this? Going to ask the same question. You know, like exactly right. And if and if you have a good relationship with one, you're gonna have a good relationship with the other. They're very intertwined there. I and I think that. the it applies to this current situation um, at, at the University of Memphis. But that's the way it goes. Some- WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Santa Barkley's coming to town and he's delivering $20 million, $20 million in gifts this holiday season to all FanDuel customers. Doesn't matter if you've been naughty or nice. Santa Chuck has something for everyone. Just check your FanDuel app for no sweat same game parlay bonuses and all sorts of stuff that'll Fill your holiday with cheer. New to FanDuel, now's the perfect time to sign up and remember to use the promo code JSmith. Once again, that's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. The app's easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great promotions, and when you win, you'll get paid instantly. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook and get in the holiday spirit with $20 million in gifts from Santa Barkley. Only on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. Prize total dependent on customer participation. Wager requirements apply. Gifts awarded in non-withdrawable site credit or free bets. See FanDuel.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. How would you like to know that you're buying the ultimate Christmas gift that will make any guy on your list freak out? 
If you want to do that, buy the machine gun shoot at Top Gun Memphis. You used to fly to Vegas to do this. Now you can do it here. Three different machine guns, ammo included. They will get to shoot for just $99. They will love it. They will use it, and they will freak out. Buy the ultimate Christmas gift, TopGunMemphis.com. That's TopGunMemphis.com. The machine gun shoot, TopGunMemphis.com. It's the season of giving back at Gossip Kia on the Pike. And Kia's leading the way with donations to our very own St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Buy a ride until December 31st and Kia will donate for you. Get 41 MPG Highway in 2023 Kia Forte LSX. 234 a month, 36 month lease, $27.99 to its signing. Get a thrill in 2023 Kia K5 LSX. 296 a month, 36 month lease, $31.99 to its signing. And if we don't have what you want, not a problem. Let Bobby J order a new ride for you today. And you won't pay over MSRP. Plus, Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He'll put you in a new Kia today. Gossip Kia. 1900 Covington Pike online. KiaCovingtonPike.com. If you want it, we got it at Gossip Motor Cars. Post 650 acquisition fee. Forte PE 545-584. MSRP 22150. K5 PG 186-690. MSRP 27765. Includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through KFA Hyundai. Excludes tax island license with approved credit. CD for complete details. Offer valid through 1323. Dealer stock only. Warranties limited. Powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. My husband and I live next door to a haunted graveyard. It's a little creepy, but we manage. Just like we manage without home internet. Do I wish my mobile hotspot was faster? Yes, but I make it work. Kinda. Just like we make it work sleeping next to a 17th century burial ground. <clears throat> Honey, can you move your hand? That's not my hand. It's mine. <laughs> not having home internet? It's not that bad. Grab my hand. Wait, uh, okay. No, not up the stairs. We tried that last time. No. Run around. You can literally run through him. Don't settle. Switch to Xfinity and get one line of unlimited mobile and home internet together for $50 a month for 12 months. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit your local Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. Requires new connect internet service with one-year contract. Auto pay and paperless billing with stored bank account. Equipment taxes and fees extra. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Offer ends 321-23. Make holiday memories that will last a lifetime with a trip to Sissy's Log Cabin. From diamonds to designer jewelry, You'll find gifts for everyone on your list at every price. Shop online at sissyslogcabin.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? Better. 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.